Hello, good day everyone. My name is Babatunde Adebaju and I want to speak with you about potential. Yeah. Potential. Everything in life has potential. All men are sent to the world with limitless credit, but few draw to their full extent. Just want to talk about that today. I mean, it is a tragedy to know that with over 5 billion people on this planet today, only a minute percentage will experience a significant fraction of their true potential. Perhaps you are a candidate for contributing to the wealth of the cemetery. Your potential was not given for you to deposit in the grave. You must understand the tremendous potential you poses and commit yourself to maximizing it in your short lifetime. Okay, let's talk about what is potential. Potential is dormant ability, reserved power, untapped strength, unused sources, hidden talent, caped capability, all you can be but have not yet become, all you can do but have not yet done, how far you can reach but have not yet reached, what you can accomplish but have not yet accomplished. Potential is unexposed ability and latent power. Potential is therefore not what you have done, but what you are yet able to do. In other words, what you have done is no longer your potential. What you have successfully accomplished is no longer potential. It is said that unless you do something beyond what you have done, you will never grow or experience your full potential. Potential demands that you never settle for what you have accomplished. One of the great enemies of your potential is success. In order to realize your full potential, you must never be satisfied with your last accomplishment. It is also important that you never let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. The greatest tragedy in life, did you know is not death, but a life that never realizes its full potential. You must decide today in order to rob the world of the rich, valuable, potent, untapped resources locked away within you. Potential never as a retirement plan. Thank you. Hello guys, it's me Babatunde. Um I just want to talk about potential because I have a lot to talk about potential but let's look at the potential principle and I'll give you a good example of what potential is to simplify this concept let us look at one of the most powerful elements in nature the seed everyone know what seed is right if I held the seed in my hand and asked you what do I have in my hand what will you say Perhaps you you would answer what seems to be the obvious, a seed. However, if you understand the nature of a seed, your answer would be fact, but not truth. Are you getting me? The truth is, I owe the forest in my hand. Why? Because in every seed, there is a tree. And in every tree, there is fruit or flowers with seed in them. And this seed also have trees that have fruit that have seed, that have trees, that have fruits, that have seeds, and so on. In essence, what you see is not all there is, that is potential. 
not what is but what could be okay am i just going to the bible like god created everything with potential including you he placed the seed of each thing within himself if you read genesis chapter 1 verse 12 you will understand what i'm saying and planted within each person or thing he created the ability to be much more than it is at any one moment everything in life has potential and mind you i want you to understand this word i want you to hold it i want you to hold this word that nothing is instant yes nothing not nothing in life is instant people think miracles are instant but they really are not they are just process that has been sped up nothing god created is instant because god does not operate in the instant he is a god of potential principle everything begins as potential he did not create a ready-made human race the earth was not given an instant population i'm not trying to preach to you but i'm just trying to make you to understand what potential is god made one person just one person not a million people he started with one seed then from that one he created another one then he said to those seed bless you that means you have my permission be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth in adam god gave the earth a seed with the potential of one one hundred one thousand one million the five billion people on the earth today we are in that one man lies god knew that in adam and eve there were enough people to fill the earth that's that's the way god works he knows the potential principle because he introduced it it is him thank you hello guys um this is the continuation of potential now potential is always present waiting to be exposed it's demand that you never settle for what you have accomplished like i said earlier one of the greatest enemy of your potential is success god wants you to maximize the potential he has given to you you are not yet what you are supposed to be though you may be pleased with what you are now don't accept your present state in life as final because it is just that a state don't be satisfied with your last accomplishment because there are many accomplishments yet to be perfected since you are full of potential you should not be the same person next year that you are this year never accept success as a lifestyle it is but a face never accept an accomplishment as the end it is brought a mark in the process because you are god's offspring there are many selves within you that lie dormant untapped and unused your primary problem is not is that you do not think like god does there are many selves within you that lie dormant untapped and unused god is always looking for what is not yet visible he expects to find inside each person and then he created more than is evident on the outside on the other hand man is often satisfied with what he has or at least if 
not satisfied, he thinks there is nothing better. He settles for what he has. Therein lies the tragedy of life. The minute we begin to settle down and we satisfy with what we have, we lose the possibility of revealing what is really inside us. Too often we die without exploring the gifts, abilities and successes that lay hidden within us. Our thoughts, ideas and possibilities are not used. We fail to realize the vast potential that is stored within us. We are like battery in a radio that is never played. Our potential is wasted. Now, suppose Shakespeare had died before he wrote the, po- the poems and plays. The potential of Macbeth would have been buried. Suppose Michelangelo had died before he painted the Sistine Chapel or Da Vinci, the Mona Lisa, the beauty of their painting would have been lost. Suppose Mozart had died with all that music in his bosom. Suppose Moses had died before he saw the burning bush. Suppose Paul before he met Jesus on the Damascus road. Abraham before Isaac was born. How different the pages of scripture and history would be. Suppose Martin Luther had died without wearing the Texas. I mean without writing the Texas rather. Charles Wesley without penning the aims. John Wycliffe without translating the Bible into English. How different the history of the church might have been. Can you imagine how great works of art, music, and literature are buried in the graveyard near your house? Can you imagine how many solutions to the problem we face today are buried with someone we knew? Because die without getting out your full potential. They fail to use all that was stored in them for the benefit of the world. Now what I'm talking about here is... Don't die with your potential. I wonder what would have happened if your father had died before you were conceived or your mother before you were born. What would the world have lost if you had not been born? What would the world lack because you failed to live out your potential? Will you carry songs, books, inventions, cures, or discoveries to your grave? What would the world have lost if you had not been born? Answer that question. Hey everyone, um, this is Babatsun Games talking about potential. But on that potential, I just want to ask a question. Who are you? Because who you are is related to where you came from. A sculpture works in a very interesting way. Like, I want to give you an example. I'm an artist of sorts. So I have a bit of an understanding how artists work. One thing I have learned is that you never argue with an artist until he's finished. Don't discuss anything with a painter or a sculptor until his work is completed. An artist can be very rude if you climb, if you if, if you disturb him before he has accomplished what he intends to do, because he sees differently than those who are not artists. An artist can walk by the stone in front of in, in your front yard and see a figure in it. He may stop by your house and beg you for a stone. You have walked past many times without noticing. The dogs may have been doing stuff on it. You may you may even have been planning to get rid of it because it's a nuisance. But the artist walks into your yard and sees something beautiful in that stone beyond what you can imagine. Two months later, 
when the artist invites you to his workshop he say he says do you see that do you know where that came from then you ask england or france they will tell you no it came from your yard it be like what do you mean the man will say yes $500 please you are sitting on $500 the dogs were doing stuff on $500 but you couldn't see the potential in the rock there are many people who have been passed by passed by because others don't see what is in them but God has shown me what is in me and I know it is in you too my job is to stop you and say can you see what is in you do you know your potential? Do you know that you are not just someone born in a ghetto over the hill? There is a wealth of potential in you. A sculptor sees so differently. They say Michelangelo used to walk around a block of marble for days, just walking around it, talking to himself. First, he would see things in the rock, then he would go and take them out. Inside, like that of the sculpture he says in the Bible, when the world dumps and rejects you, and you land on the garbage heap of the world god walks along and picks you up he looks deep within you and sees a person of great worth. don't ever let anybody throw you away you are not a junk when god looks at you he sees things that everybody else ignores you are worth so much that jesus went to calvary to salvage and reclaim you the spirit of god connected to your spirit is the only true judge of your world don't accept the opinion of others because they do not see what God sees. When God looks at you, he sees things that everybody else ignores. God looks. God looked at Adam and saw a word. He looked at Abraham and saw nations. In Jacob, a deceiver. He saw a Messiah. In Moses, the murderer. God saw a deliverer. Can you imagine looking at a stammering young man and see the greatest leader in history? God saw a king in a shepherd boy. When the Israelites wanted a king, God said Samuel to the home of Jesse. When Jesse heard where Samuel was there, he dressed up all his son, the handsome one, the tall one, the curly-haired one, the strong one, the muscular one, all the sons of Jesse toured out before Samuel, from the greatest to the least with his vase of anointed oil. Samuel watched Jesse show as he presented his sons. This is my intelligent son who graduated from the university of I don't know what. After the guy gave a speech, Samuel said no. The next son came out dressed like Pat Paulson and God, and, and God said no. He, he thought son gave a nice speech about philosophy and again God said no. Finally, after Jesse had paraded all his sons before him, Samuel said I'm sorry, none of this is God's choice for king. Do you have any other sons? Then Jesus said, yes, well, no, I just remembered. I do have a little boy, my youngest son. He just little runs without taking care of the sheep. He's not dressed up like my other sons. Nor have his hand had manicured and his body is scented with perfumes from the east, blah, 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 blah. This guy really smelly because he's been out with the sheep for quite some time, you know. Bad mouthed your own son, bring him. Samuel replied, Let me look at him. So Jesse sent for his youngest son. When Samuel saw Jesse, his youngest son, walk into the house, a little boy, he began to unscrew the lid of his vase. I think I found the guy I'm looking for. Samuel said, Notice that God chose the son who was out walking, he was busy. God chooses busy people. Most of us are like Jesse, we look, but we don't see. 
Were you the black sheep in your family? You know God likes sheep, right? Has the family told you that you are nobody? Have you been put off and put out and told so many times that you will amount to nothing that you have begun to believe it? Do you feel like the black sheep? You are probably the one God is waiting for in the house. God sees things deep within you that others can see. They look at you and see a nobody. God looks at you and see a watch while somebody. You may spend your whole life competing with others, trying to prove that you are no you, you, you are somebody. You still feel like nobody. Be free from that today. You do not have to live with that any longer. You don't have to try to be somebody because you are somebody. You came out of God. When God created the heaven and earth, he first decided that if he decided what he wanted to make something out of and then he spoke to that source. When God wanted plants, he spoke to the dirt. When God wanted fish, he spoke to the water. When God wanted animal, he spoke to the ground. Whatever God spoke to became the source from which the created thing came. Plants came from the dirt, fish from the water, and animal from the ground. Furthermore, plants returned to the dirt. Fish return to the sea, animals return to the ground. When they die, all things have the same component and essence, like the substance from which it came. That means plants are 100% dirt because they came from dirt. Animals are 100% dirt because they came from the ground. If we would take an animal apart, we would come up with genuine dirt. If we would put a plant under a microscope and decipher all the different components, we will find that everything in that plant is in dirt because the dirt, the plant is dirt. God calls it from the dirt. Not only are all things composed of that from which they came, they must also remain attached to that source in order to live. All things must be maintained and sustained by where they came from. The minute the plant decides it doesn't like the earth anymore, it dies. The minute the fish decided they are tired of water, they die. The minute animals decide we don't want to eat any more dirt, they begin to die. Whatever God created came from that to which he spoke. All things were created by God's words to a source. The source of the creation also becomes. Then the essence of that creation, all things are composed of whatever they came from and ends contain the potential of the source. That means plants only have the potential of the soil, animals only have the potential of the dirt. All things are composed of whatever they came from and hence contain the potential of that source. When God wanted fish, he spoke to the water. When he wanted animal, he spoke to the dirt. When God created human beings, he spoke to himself. Then God said, in book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 27, he said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him, male and female. He created them. God created you by speaking to himself. You came out of God and bear his image and likeness. You are beautiful. You are awesome. You are like a God photocopy. Yes. Thank you.